Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Bid to head off rail strike. There's just no question that it would be extremely devastating. Consumers and investors suffer. The higher they go, raising interest rates, it makes recession a bit more likely. Campus package blast. The 45-year-old male suffering from minor hand injuries. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. The nation's battered supply chain could be in for another blow by the end of the week. The possibility of a rail strike that could affect shipments and travelers and commuters. Here's CBS's Chris Van Cleve. As much as 40% of all U.S. freight shipments could be halted by Friday if the nation's railroads can't make a deal with unions representing nearly 60,000 workers. Negotiations continue as at least three cabinet secretaries and President Biden work to end the stalemate. Oh my God, how am I going to get to work next week? We won't be able to visit my kids and everybody out of work. The two sides are at odds over sick time and attendance policies unions say penalize workers. The looming strike would idle 7,000 trains and 140,000 miles of track across 49 states, prompting Amtrak to cancel some long-haul service and warnings for commuter rail riders to make backup plans before Friday. Indications are stocks will bounce back some when exchanges open this morning after yesterday's wipeout. The Dow lost more than 1,200 points. The Nasdaq lost 5% of its value on the worst day in Wall Street in more than two years. Business analyst Jill Schlesinger says inflation and the prospect of more interest rate hikes are taking a toll. We have a bunch of investors who say, oh my God, now we really are going to see the Fed act next week. There's going to be a three quarters of a percentage point increase. Maybe the Fed is going to take us into a recession. And there's great fear that the Fed's going to have to raise rates by even more than expected. And that just raising those interest rates is going to slow things down too much. Now to London, Queen Elizabeth's coffin is about to leave Buckingham Palace for a procession to the Houses of Parliament. Applause in the rain-soaked London night as the hearse drove slowly through the gates of Buckingham Palace. Many in the crowd stayed through the night for today's procession. Those waiting along the route are young. I just thought it was really cool to be like part of a historical moment. And old. So I watched the coronation on a little tiny screen and I just felt that I needed to come down here, pay our respects and round it off. Ceremonial troops have held nighttime rehearsals for this, the procession bearing the coffin on a horse-drawn gun carriage from the palace to the Houses of Parliament for the lying in state. King Charles III and sons William and Harry among those walking behind. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Back here at home, a tense scene at Northeastern University in Boston. Two packages in there, one of them apparently detonated. A package blew up when a campus employee tried to open it near an art museum. On arrival, they located a 45-year-old male who is a uh, staff member suffering from minor hand injuries relative to a, a package that had exploded. A search revealed a second similar package that was ultimately rendered safe by our bomb squad. Boston Police Superintendent Felipe Colon. 
The U.S. is planning to send another batch of weapons to Ukraine soon, as we hear from CBS's Cammie McCormick. This new shipment comes as Ukraine continues to make advances on the battlefield, which the U.S. is watching with cautious optimism. These are some dramatic events we're watching, but it's war, and war is unpredictable. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says Russia could possibly regroup. Still a very large and powerful military, and Mr. Putin still has an awful lot of military capacity left at his disposal. But he said there has certainly been a shift in momentum. Mudslides have caused damage in parts of Southern California. Heavy rain also prompted rescues. The big wildfire east of Sacramento has grown to 76 square miles. Parents of school children are satisfied in Seattle. I'm like, summer's over. You're supposed to be in school. And today they are back in school. It's day one, a week late after a strike by teachers. They're expected to formally ratify a tentative three-year agreement soon. The NBA has suspended Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury owner Robert Sarver for one year and fined him $10 million after an investigation found he engaged in what the league called workplace misconduct and organizational deficiencies. Democrats have blasted it. Republican reaction is mixed to a federal abortion ban proposed by South Carolina's Lindsey Graham that has no chance of becoming law in the current Congress. We should have a law at the federal level that would say after 15 weeks, no abortion on demand except in cases of rape, incest, to save the life of the mother. GOP leader Mitch McConnell says abortion should be dealt with at the state level. Yesterday, West Virginia's legislature passed a sweeping abortion ban with few exceptions. On a podcast, My Pillow founder Mike Lindell claims the FBI seized his phone while he was in a fast food drive-through line. And he says he was questioned about a Colorado scheme to breach voting system technology. Monica Lewinsky tweets her feelings about Ken Starr, who has died at 76, are complicated. She was at the center of the scandal that led to Bill Clinton's impeachment, and Starr was the independent counsel. Our job is to get at the truth, and the truth will speak for itself. Starr, who died of complications from surgery, later went on to become president of Baylor University and was demoted over his handling of a sex assault scandal, and he represented Donald Trump at his first impeachment trial. Overseas, in the City of Lights, a move to conserve energy. The Eiffel Tower is usually lit until 1 a.m. Now Paris Mayor Anne Hidalgo says the lights and the sparkling display on the hour will switch off before midnight. Streetlights will stay on for safety and the bridges will stay lit. But the lights on most of the city's monuments will go out at 10 p.m., dimming those romantic late-night walks in the City of Love. Elaine Cobb, CBS News, Paris. A woman walks into a bar with a raccoon. It's not the start of a joke, and no one's laughing in Maddock, North Dakota. That's where a woman brought a raccoon into a bar where about 10 people were enjoying happy hour. She was asked to leave, but showed it around first. People who had close contact are now being told to check about possible rabies exposure. Automakers are doing some strutting at the Detroit Auto Show. We'll see the traditional like a new Mustang as well as the future with a lot of electric vehicles. Chevy Steve Majora showing an electric Silverado pickup and two electric SUVs, a Blazer and Equinox. The Detroit Auto Show will be the first time that Chevrolet showcases the totality of the EV portfolio that we've brought forward over the course of the last year. Showgoers will also get a glimpse at the electric future of Dodge and Jeep. 
Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. Newly revealed text messages from 2019 suggest Republican Mississippi Governor Phil Bryant gave pointers to NFL Hall of Famer Brett Favre to write a funding proposal to be accepted by the state. At least $5 million in state welfare funds were channeled to build a new volleyball stadium at Favre's alma mater, the University of Southern Mississippi. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.